in this episode of The Full Nerd, more core wars. And NVIDIA says, no GeForce for you. And Core i7-8086K. Welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 54, live from Taiwan and San Francisco. I'm your host, Gordon Maung, with the stellar reporter, Mark Hockman. Ni hao. What's crazy is he is on the opposite wall of me back there. I can We're in adjoining rooms. The internet, right? And, of course, Adam Patrick Murray is controlling the vertical and horizontal. I had to get up early for this uh, because you guys are on the other side of the world. You're staying up late. I'm getting up early. But really what yes. I want to hear about is uh, is food. You know, how, how you guys eating over there? I heard a lot of dried fish. Oh, oh it's no. awful. well, that's that's my go-to survive Computex snack because uh -huh. you're, you're holed up in your hotel room. You got nothing to eat. So I go to 7-Eleven. Which is awesome here, not like the U.S. What? Although we got our what? big gulps. Well, oh, there's yeah. just not as much food as at Seven Eleven. All you got is a mm. hot dog that's been spinning on that thing for like yeah, six there's months. Yeah, no, there's no jerky. What's the, the what's food the is better here, and I yeah. get this like dried fish. I've on, I'm on the fourth bag, and believe me, I'm I'm over it. I'm definitely over it. So so you should come out with Taiwan is awesome. Huh? We went to the dump. We, we went to the uh, the dumpling place tonight, the the Michelin star one. Yeah. How was it? It was good. It was like I've not I'm not a big fan. I mean, I've not really had dumplings before and it was fantastic. They had one that was like um I don't know, four blocks no, six blocks away from our hotel. Yeah, we didn't even have to go to Taipei when it won. It's in the Michelin guide. That's crazy. Yeah. For dumplings? So, nice. Was it, it expensive? Was it was we spent like fifty bucks for two for two people dinner. It was great. Oh, that's yeah, it was not fantastic. Bad. That's not yeah. super expensive yeah. for let, so, let me guess, was that yeah. was that Dan's uh pick? Oh yeah, yeah. Of oh, course. Yeah. Well, of actually, course. you know what happened? No. We we actually ran into a place and it was closed, and then we were looking around in Yelp and just happened to find, oh, look at that, it's there. So yeah, it was great, man. Perfect. I'm, I'm jealous. Oh, you know what? The cool thing is, everybody watching this stream right now is saying, we don't care about what you're eating. <laughs> we want to hear about what Intel and AMD are beefing over because it right. is a serious beef, right? I mean, Mark can tell us. Because you gotta like this is like an Avengers movie. You gotta like we gotta go back to step one here. Yeah, Mark's right. gonna tell you what how this all started all right. yesterday. All right. So, anyways, so we have the, first of all we had a little pre-brief actually, and Intel sort of just ran the stuff down for us. So some of the stuff actually that we have wasn't actually in the keynote address. Um, when the keynote address first of all was like an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes, and it was just like bang, 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 bang. There was so much news, and I mean, it started out with, you know, well, let's actually. I think we just decided we're just going to get to like the good stuff right now. So it's just twenty. So they sort of ended it on a on a note where they're going to say sort of a one more thing, and Greg Bryant comes out and says, "I'm going to show you some process that we haven't shown you before," and he pulls it out, and it's twenty eight cores. And Man. everyone was, yeah, everyone was just sort of just mouth dropped open. And not only was it 28 cores, it was 28 cores that was a real thing. And then he sits up there and he actually runs Cinebench on it. And Cinebench, it was, Cinebench completes in like 
five seconds. I think the score was seventy five hundred. Off I think the we, charts. We settled upon. Yeah, and seventy three thirty four. I think was the seventy three thirty four. Yeah, I mean it was one of those situations where you had to sort of pay attention. And it was going to be done, and you know they said so. It's, we found out later that this twenty eight core chip is a, apparently a five gigahertz chip, uh, and I think we concluded that every core on it ran at five gigahertz, which. I don't know. It's probably not sustainable in the long run. And then, and then the story got even weirder because, and this is something that you were following, sort of a non-tech sort of chimed in. Yeah, so Ian Cutchers, the world-famous Ian Cutchers over at Anontech, got an exclusive hands-on with right. the platform they actually did the Intel demo with. It, <laughs> it is not what we, what people sort of thought it might be, which is uh, LGA 2066. It is, in fact... LGA uh, 3647, right. which is a full-on server socket that Intel has for and that board was dollars CPUs. But it, right? it's not Xeon. No. Well, well, as far as we know, yeah. I mean, it's for so the PC. Intel would, Intel would say, uh, in Intel's messaging to me when I say, "Oh, these are just Core i9 or just remarked Xeon parts." Intel says, "Hey, you say that, but you know what? Uh, the the you know, the consumer, the core I-9, core I, you know, we get our input into it. So, like, uh, enterprise customer servers, they don't care about, you know, single-threaded performance. But uh, core I-9, we actually said, hey, we want this feature in the CPU that if it's two or three threads, jack those clock speeds up, right? So you, mm -hmm. got, the, you got the best cores. You got all – there are a lot of features that are very consumer-focused. So it is unfair – for all of us cynics to say, oh, it's just Remark Xeon, because they really are uh, off the same line, but they are they have specialized features that appeal especially to consumers. So, so what, what kind of haters, cooling? Stop your hating. What kind of cooling were they using during that demo? <laughs> yeah, that's the insane part too, right? So Ian from Agnontech with Anontech, well, I'm going to credit because he got the details on this. I haven't seen this anywhere else. Uh, he right. had pictures, very believable where he did it. Um, I'm not saying, but it's not being publicly disclosed. <clears throat> they used a uh, one horsepower water chiller and water cooling, which is the equivalent of 1,700 watts of, of TDP cooling. Oh. Right? So yeah. a standard 240 uh, millimeter cooler is about 180 watts. Oh, right? No way. Wow. Yeah. So this is 1,700 watts. Yeah, it's just insane. So, yeah. yeah, folks, don't expect to get this 28-core Intel part at 5 gigahertz on all cores all the time. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. It's just not no, going to happen. absolutely not. Well, mm -hmm. listen, one, one yeah. of the coolest things about Threadripper was that photo, you know, where you could see how huge it was in your hand. Mm -hmm. Did they do that as well? Like, hey, look how many cores are in palm of my hand. They did. They did hold the chip up. Um, I was actually in the very sort of the upper echelons and the, the nosebleed seat, so I couldn't really see from my perspective how how big it was. Somebody who was there closer might have had a better look at it, but I didn't, unfortunately. Okay. So, okay. But so I, you but know, I think you can you, you can imagine, right? You can imagine how how large <laughs> this chip is. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's huge, actually. This. Yeah. If you go and you do do a search for LJ thirty six forty seven, it is again a public. Socket, it is used in Xeon, yeah. Platinum's, $10,000 CPUs. It's massive. It feels like 
it looks like it's actually bigger than a Thread River Park, which, you know, as you know, is huge. It's like as big as the trackpad on a laptop almost. So these, <laughs> this new yeah. 28 core Intel Park is going to be, <laughs> it's going to be huge. Yes. Right? And we haven't even, we haven't even talked about price yet. So <clears throat> we can imagine what we that's going to be. We don't know what the price yeah. is, right? Yeah. We don't know yeah. what the price right. is going to be. But the crazy thing, of course, this is where it gets off the rails. Intel breaks out 28 cores. Everybody like everybody goes nuts, right? Yeah, like, this is insane exactly. 28 cores. Yep. We and what happens was... today? Oh, you're telling me? Yeah. We, it, it, AMD just dropped the mic. I mean, we thought <laughs> 28 core. I mean, we thought 28 cores was going to be it. We thought that was going to sort of top Comdex or top uh, Computex. We'd all go home. And then AMD comes out on stage and really doesn't have a whole lot to say. But what they had to say was amazing. 32 core second gen Threadripper. And everyone was just like, I mean, there there were just, I mean, they were audible like, like people were just going, wow. I mean, I think everyone was just saying that. Um, yeah. I mean, there was a gas. There was really a gas. Were, the oh, there definitely were gas. Absolutely. Yeah. People are just amazed by this. And who wouldn't be? I mean, and it's not just, you know, I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's, as far as we know, it's, it's, they said they're going to have multiple versions. We know there's going to be 28, uh, but they're also going to have 32. 24. 24. 24. 34, yeah, right, yeah, 32 and 24. So we, we're going to have two, we're going to have the, the cheap version, and then we're going to have the more expensive version. But, I mean, come on. I mean, this is just, how, who saw this coming? I mean, no poor one. counts of, yeah, no one, absolutely no one. I mean, so, people were hoping, right? You know, they, were they, they wanted yeah, it, but. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, we don't know, as far as I know, I don't think we know the clock speed of the second gen Threadripper, do we? Not, yeah. not confirmed. Yeah. I, I will say, uh, so we don't know the clock speed. Right. Uh, I believe the TDP that I've been told is 250 watts. <clears throat> but, so again, I, I'm going to credit again, you know, Ian Cutters from Anontech. Go to Anontech.com, read Ian's coverage. You got you to gotta do that internet. If you're going to talk about somebody else's work, go there, read his stuff. Yep. He has got information that... I have not seen anywhere else. He, I think it was a base clock of three gigahertz, and the demo chips, the demo CPUs, uh, were I think three four. They were they did a twenty four core demo and they did a uh, thirty two core demo, and it was like sure. three four and I think three six uh, uh, their clock speeds. But you know, pretty reasonable for what you would expect mm -hmm. out of right. a thirty two core CPU. Uh, and I will say, when AMD did its demo, it used its new. Wraith Ripper cooler. Yeah, this is, is air cooled. 12, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's completely air cooled, although it's a beefy air cooler. It's got 12 heat pipes yep. rated for right. 250 watt TDP. Uh, but uh, they did theirs air cooled. AMD says, hey, we want to give people an idea of what you're going to really be able to get. Yep. Clearly, Intel's, unless they really think they can hit 5 gigahertz on all cores, on 28 cores, is not going to be what we're going to see. Yeah, somebody yeah. in chat did say, hey, uh, AMD did it on air. Uh, got 32 cores yeah, on air. That's right. Uh, but real quick, Same, it, yeah. is it, uh, was the cooler a prism? Did it have cool RGB, you know? It is, in oh, fact. Uh, <laughs> it's RGB. The logo's RGB, and it's got two long strips that go through it. I so. mean, that's all that yeah. matters, yep. you know? Sold. Yeah. Same socket, too, by the way. TR4 socket. Yep. Yeah, that's... TR4. It is compatible with TR4. It yep. is quad-channel memory, uh, yep. which, you know, we can sort of get into as well. But, uh, and... Uh, mostly compatible with the existing motherboards. Uh, there may there are some concerns over power, 
issues. But for AMD's, as said, hey, it's going to drop in. You're going to do a BIOS update, drop it in, it'll go. And interestingly, every single TR4 motherboard supports USB BIOS updates. So you could actually buy a TR4 motherboard, get a second-generation Threadripper, uh, just update the BIOS through using a USB key. It doesn't it? You don't have to boot it up. You don't have to get a, a CPU from your friend or have AMD send one to you to update, and you'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruru2 is asking, uh, isn't isn't the Intel chip six-channel memory? Yeah, six channels. So, uh, and again, you know, I, I you know, I swear, uh, uh, Ian was Johnny on the spot here again. Uh, six cores or six channel, and he's saying he thinks these motherboards are going to be like a thousand dollars, and the entire platform he's guesstimating is about ten grand. Oh, I got a hard time believing that Intel's going to go to market with a ten thousand dollar. I mean, build. They, mm-hmm. they look pretty stupid. Like that, that would kind of take the the wind out of it. Of like, all these cores, right. oh, ten thousand dollars. <laughs> well, you know, but you you got to figure they could almost justify it except for what happened this morning, right? Because no one yeah. no one really yeah. saw 32 cores coming out of AMD today. That right. just blew yep. everybody away. So mm-hmm. uh, Rusty, Rusty Shackelford, a, a friend of the show on, uh, on YouTube, is asking, uh, could this potentially be a hit for what to expect for other Ryzen processors uh, in terms of core count? You know, do you think Ryzen, third-gen Ryzen, whatever it'll be called, hmm. that pushes core counts up? And, I mean, we just get in this crazy core war? Keep going? Yeah. Well, my understanding with Threadripper, the, the second-gen stuff, is that took, and normally it has four cores there, and two are not dummies, but not necessarily populated. Yeah. Um, right. So these, with Threadripper, two dies. the second-gen, right, two dies. So with, with the second-gen stuff, it's got all four taken care of oh nice. um yeah so i don't uh, hmm that's a good question actually i'm not really sure if the did, did they, stuff did they update any right? uh, infinity fabric uh you know two point it's still the fabric 2.0 no <laughs> still the same stuff yeah no it, it feels like this is pretty much a part that you know is basically a thread ripper with all four dies hot all four dies with eight cores a piece all activated mm-hmm. so mm-hmm you know, and uh, interestingly, you know, we did an interview with Jim Anderson of AMD, and he said this was always in the roadmap, always in the roadmap. So clearly they wanted to do this part. They didn't know when they would do it, but uh, yeah. they're doing it now. So, I uh, mean, the, the AMD and Intel are kind of being forced down this road, though, I mean, because we, again, you sort of have a cap on clock speed. And so the, other, the only other vector is additional cores. And, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to argue that people need that kind of thing. I mean, again, with single-threaded games being sort of the, the, sort of the, 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 the chief focus for, for people. But, I mean, if you've got, you know, you only have a limited number of axes of competition. Um, so you've got to come out with that product, even if somebody doesn't buy it. Right. And then, yeah, you know, this is not, uh, honestly, I love the idea of a 32 core machine. Sure. It's not what everybody's going to, should run out and buy. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but no. no, you know, of course, Intel and AMD would say, Hey, we got 8086K and we got Ryzen 2, you know, 2700X. You could go buy those. You don't have to buy this, but for a 3D, I, I swear to God, it's like, I wish I were a 3D animator right now because <laughs> yeah, 
But I mean, that's in some sense, that's a good segue to what the anniversary edition is, because I think that's a much more mainstream has much more mainstream appeal. I mean, so and one of the things that Intel is announcing or announced here at Computex, for example, was the the anniversary edition. Um, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary this summer, um, and we should expect, I would imagine, a number of events and a number of products surrounding this. But this is sort of the big one, um, and it's actually it's named after the 80, 86. Um, which is sort of their processor that put them on the map. I mean, they were a DRAM supplier for a long time, decided to go the microprocessor route, went with the 8086, and then sort of the rest is history. And so they've got the Core i7-8086, which is an eighth gen core. We don't know exactly what architecture is going to be running on, but it's six cores, 12 threads, uh, base clock speed of four gigahertz, turbo clock speed of five gigahertz, um, which sounds honestly like a great chip. I mean, you know, that's if I was in the market for a, a high-end PC, I mean, I would probably, I mean, sure, I'd love to have Threadripper too, obviously. Um, but you know, if I was, you know, buying it myself with my own money, I think the anniversary edition would be a great, great one to own. Um, the nice thing about this, though, of course, is that maybe I don't even have to own it because Intel is going to give away 8,800 8, or 8,086 of these things. Um, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do it. It's going to be giveaways, you know, contests, maybe, you know, vendors, that type of thing. But yeah, if you're in the market, uh, I guess you have to pay attention to Intel because they'll probably be you know, offering one up for 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 not an auction, but uh, you know, just for a giveaway at some point in time. Maybe here and, and it is a six core part, which you know I sort of expected Intel to push out an eight core part here at Computex, but this mm -hmm. is a six core five gigahertz part. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the eight core would have been better. Sure, absolutely. But I got to say, I think Intel saving eight core for the Core i seven eighty eighty eight K special edition. Which I, I, you could almost argue 8088 is what really put them on the map. Because 8086 was too expensive. 8088 was the the mainstream. Everybody had to have it. Everybody had it part, right? <laughs> so 8088K it was, might be important. It was, it was a threadripper of its generation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we got a couple things uh, on YouTube. Um, James Francis is, is wondering, uh, would you guys recommend him upgrading from a Threadripper 1950X to second-gen Threadripper? Like, is this, is this for people who already own Threadripper, or, or should you uh, <laughs> skip on it? I, I got to say, it depends on what you do. Uh, clearly, if you bought a 16-core Threadripper because your work actually needs 16 cores, uh, God, I can't, 32 threads, right? Uh, yes, I, I would say because <laughs> now you have 32 cores, and I, I can't even, like, what is that? Like, whatever X amount of threads, I can't do the 64. math. It's too late for me. I've had too much beer. And uh, yes, definitely. I, like, again, if you are a 3D renderer, oh my God, could you imagine rendering something in with 32 cores, yeah. you know, 64 threads instead of, uh, and it's crazy, but it seems like, wow, 16 cores, 32 threads feels like, oh, that's, that's not enough now, you know? So yeah, I, I do think, of course, all this is predicated on price. Now, that's yeah. the one thing that... <laughs> No one knows, right? That's yep. going to make or break both the 28-core Intel part and the Threadripper part. Well, Ruru2 I mean, uh, <laughs> on Twitch is thinking the, the Intel uh, part will be uh, at like 5,000 is, is his guess. Uh, sure. Start throwing darts. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but seriously, though, I mean, seriously, though, chicks dig Cinebench. So, I mean, you know, just buy it. <laughs> You know. <laughs> nice. Uh, and uh, on YouTube, uh, Simon Liu is, is pontificating on, uh, he's wondering if limiting Threadripper 2 to one-channel memory per die will have any effect on performance. 
Uh, what do you think? Um, it, you know, yeah, there definitely is going to be a hit because, you know, uh, again, let, let's credit Ian Cutress at Anantech for like, hey, interestingly, remember, uh, Thrunripper, there are four dies, there's four memory controllers, but the, it's really designed around, um, you know, four-channel memory, right? So only two of the dies will get memory out, probably. So two of those, the two other dies will have to access main memory through the other two dies. So uh, this is probably going to be a hit. Um, how much will of a hit it'll be? I don't know. We'll have to see, right? And it will also vary from application to application. So. Uh, we also have somebody asking uh, on YouTube a uh, uh, clarification. Mac Drew421. Uh, so no 8-core Intel Z390 chipset release yet? Any, anything on that? For Intel? Yeah. No. No, I, I got to say I was a little disappointed. I, I was hoping for an 8-core part, but... Uh, 8086K is uh, is a six core five gigahertz part, which interestingly, um, you know, there had been people saying that um, a lot of the 8700Ks were cherry picked, and I got to say no because <laughs> they saved those cherry picked parts for 8086K, right? So, <laughs> yep, their, right. the previous 8700K <laughs> had a turbo boost of 4.7, which it really would sit at a lot of the times, uh, and now we're the turbo on the 8086K is five gigahertz, so 300 megahertz, which is nothing to sneeze at. So, uh, well, just to go off on a little tangent, uh, Man Manrique Daniel Mar Perez uh, is asking: Could we see this kind of uh, the the core count stuff for uh, for Ryzen? Could we see this kind of jump in Vega? Were they talking about Vega at all? Any anything on the graphic card side from AMD? Right. Well. Yes and no. I mean, they didn't actually have anything to really talk about as far as graphics was concerned. I mean, everyone's, you know, the question everyone wanted to know about graphics was where's the new GPU architectures? What's coming down the pipe? Um, so what they only showed, they had a couple of things. So what they were talking about in this today was the seven nanometer uh, Vega GPU. Um, so really, that's not a consumer part at this point in time. They're really gearing that at the Radeon Instinct, the machine learning parts. Uh, they you know, Lisa Sue stood on stage and said, hey, look, you know, we're going to have uh, a part for you consumers at some point in time. But, you know, when that's going to happen, we don't know. Um, it was actually interesting because um, David Wang, who's their uh, uh, silicon chief at this point in time for Radeon, uh, who took over um, when uh, Roger left for, um, for, for Intel, um, he actually had a roundtable afterwards. And, you know, one of the questions that I asked was, hey, look, you know, um, and Gordon was there and, uh, at uh, NVIDIA's press conference. And NVIDIA didn't really have a whole lot to say about GPUs either. And so everyone asked, you know, eventually asked him just, you know, when is the next GPU architecture going to come down the pipe? And as, as, as Gordon reported, he said, uh, I think his words were something like, uh, it's going to be a while or it's going to be a long time. Long or, time. I'm not sure except the phrase. Long time from now, yeah. So, the you know, everybody, you know, so we asked, uh, David Wang about whether, you know, how long we were going to take before AMD came out with something. And he's sort of committed to an annual cadence of, you know, a new product every year. Now, it could be a new architecture. It could be a new uh, a new uh, process technology. Uh, in fact, actually, it's it's funny because AMD right now uh, uh, is on a TikTok architecture or a TikTok cadence where you've got, uh, you know, one micro architecture one year, then a new pro and then a new design and then the, the next. Sorry. Sorry. 
process technology, then new market architecture, then new process technology, or are tweaked to such um, because they're going to seven nanometers sort of plus um, in the future. And so, you know, he said basically that um, that they had sort of uh, lost their way a little bit. I mean, he kind of blamed the radiant instincts for taking uh, sort of attention and focus away from their core business of providing radion chips to consumers and, and gamers. Um, and he said that's sort of, he kind of implied that that's over. I'm not sure if that means the radiant instinct is dead um, because it's, well, it's, it's weird because of course the seven nanometer chip is, is designed for that. But he seems to think, uh, or he seems to be implying that, you know, radion is going to be very consumer friendly going forward you know nothing about mining um it was all the message was okay you're gonna get a new part every year and it's gonna be strictly for consumers so you know we'll have to see but uh you know this was wang's first appearance really as a public appearance from from amd and he he really said all the right things in my opinion yeah for consumers that's really good news although i, I can't imagine them giving up um, AI machine learning market, but you know I can't either. It's an increment. It's a. It's one of those things. Like just like Nvidia, because Nvidia loves these sort of these value-added incremental markets that they want to grow and add to their business. I can't imagine AMD is going to do the same thing too, especially when they have like Epic, for example, which is a high-margin part waiting in the wings. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they'll just uh, spend less resources on it. It's good to hear, anyways. Although speaking of Epic, uh, that's the other thing that Lisa Sue actually showed, right? She showed a seven nanometer. Epic, you know, CPU. So right. they're, they're basically it, it, AMD is saying, "Hey, we're going straight to seven nanometer for our next uh, Epic part, or and our next dies, and they're all going to go into Epic first. Yeah, and Epic is thirty-two cores, I believe, too. So I mean, that's sort of the that's sort of the corollary between Threadripper, the second-gen Threadripper, and, and 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 Epic. I mean, that's that's the, how, how they're influencing the design. And that uh, sort of talks back, right? What? Now you talked. Now I have a question for you because you, you talked to Jim Anderson. Is it second gen Threadripper or is it Threadripper two? Which uh, Jim yeah. Anderson? We, we do have an interview, I believe. I, I haven't seen right. it. Uh, you, you did right. interview Jim Anderson. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, so people should go check I, that I be, out. I believe it's probably more correct to call it second generation Threadripper, okay. although. All right. I'm not really sure, you know. I mean, there's just sort of there's definitely a looseness with the terminology. Well, it currently. is on your shirt. It says second gen Ryzen Threadripper. So maybe oh, you, maybe it's Ryzen. second there gen it Ryzen but Threadripper 2. You know. The, the, uh, I'm the the show truth off. Fr- the truth is in front of us the whole time. Yeah, right? Boom. <laughs> yeah, so right I, under I, our so noses. People, you know, an AMD basically played this whole thing off as like, you know, like a, a heavy metal rock concert. So that's why this this T-shirt for Threadripper Two is got is themed around uh, a, a heavy metal theme. And on the back, if I were to turn around, you could actually see. It looks like uh, there's probably millennials won't understand this, but if you went to a Pink Floyd or Blue Oyster Cult concert, uh, you would on the back get the. I don't know if you can see that or not. You, yeah, you get the shows and dates where it's going to show up. Oh, that's so, pretty good. That's pretty good. And, hey, the cool thing is I'm going to mention it here again. Do because it. Do I, it now. People know. So this T-shirt that I am wearing, the it's they call it a limited edition because there were only a few available. Um, and this T-shirt is so rare that even AMD employees themselves were were eyeing the one that I had because they did not get them. So <laughs> it basically a lot of analysts, media, and partners got this T-shirt. 
super super rare so that tells you how super yeah. rare this t-shirt awesome. is awesome and they were uh, they were they were gone by the time i asked for one we i didn't think i was going to get one so i got a small i'm not a small person <laughs> that's going to be tough <laughs> there so but wait i mean so the one thing though is so this t-shirt we have an even more collectible version of it we got a second xl version of this t-shirt and Lisa Sue and Jim Anderson actually signed the shirt. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Dude, let me tell you, that's like I was at the Van Halen concert <laughs> and I got Eddie Van Halen and what's the other guy? I didn't, you know, what's the guy who left? But I got Eddie Van Halen Sammy to Hagar. sign the t-shirt. Sammy not Sammy Hagar. No, no, you know. Uh, I can't think of his name for God's sake. I I can't think uh, of it. The long hair David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth, yes. David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. I got the shirt. David Lee Roth and Eddie Van Halen signed this concert t-shirt. We're going to be giving it away. Hold on, Gordon. We're going to be giving that t-shirt away? Well, not this one because you don't want this one. I'm wearing it. Yeah. I'm wearing it correctly. Now, for folks that don't know, because I know a lot of millennials don't really go to a lot of heavy metal concerts, <laughs> you buy your concert shirt, you wear it over the shirt over you the wore shirt. to the concert. Yes. That's what you do it. That's why I'm doing it that way. There now. you go. Boom. But yeah, so we are going to be giving an XL version of this shirt that is signed by Lisa Sue and Jim Anderson. Yeah, basically Eddie Van Halen and and David Lee Roth signed it. That's awesome. Yeah, and it'll be my job to set that up. So uh, we'll, you'll have to, to check yeah. in. I, I just found out about it this morning, so I, I need to work with our legal team to set up the giveaway. But we will be running that giveaway as soon as we can. Uh, so c- keep keep tuned on on YouTube, and and it we'll we'll make the announcement or maybe the the winner uh, live on on yeah. Full Nerd. So yeah, keep mm-hmm. keep an eye out on that for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we, we have a, uh, a real quick question on uh, on YouTube. Uh, Derek Morrison is asking: uh, Is there any new chipset talk for Second Gen Rising? There not is not, and and yeah. I did actually ask, you know, because there uh, Gamers Nexus uh, Steve over at Gamers Nexus basically said, "Hey, they were going to do Z490 here at Computex. It basically added more P, uh, more PCIe lanes, so sort of a beefed up version of the of the current chipset." But apparently, within the last 48 hours, Steve from Gamers Nexus says, uh, it all came to a halt because uh, of uh, a limited availability of the PLX chips they needed to add the extra PCIe lanes. That also means, uh, it was also implied that there's a cost issue, it costs too much, they couldn't do it, and they can't get the chips. So apparently, uh, it was gonna be announced at this Computex and apparently got scratched. I asked Jim Anderson, what's up with that? Jim Anderson said, properly because he wants to keep his job. Never heard of it, never heard of that part. <laughs> Have we ever verified that part? Did you ever hear us say we were gonna? Well, no, that's true, we never did. So it tells yeah, the internet how reliable leaks are. No chipset news from Intel either, so. Yes, that's nothing. <laughs> yep, yep. <clears throat> so. Well, what are we going to talk about now? We got tons. Although, you know, actually, I do want to ask you, Mark. So, and sure. it's interesting because you pointed this out. Right. You were pre-briefed on Whiskey Lake and Amber Lake, but Intel did not even mention that. No, that was weird because you know when we had the pre-brief, we had this, uh, we had a look at Intel's sort of Tiger Rapids, uh, which is their dual screen. They have it. They have they invited us into their design labs. 
And, you know, I don't know if you, anyone knows this. I didn't really, I wasn't really aware of it as well. But Intel actually designs PCs. And they have an entire concept lab where they have all of these concepts. Um, and I think I can, well, I'm not sure if I should say, well, what the hell. So we, we've actually had, a, I've actually had a look at these things for a, at a couple of different times. Um, and they actually asked us in to sort of take a look at, um, Again, this Tiger Rapids concept, which you can read about. Um, it's basically two screen PC. Um, and you might think to yourself, why do we need a two screen PC? Well, one of us, one of them was actually a sort of a tablet, a folding tablet, um, which unfortunately means you have to type on glass, but let's not talk about that. Um, and one of them was actually a very niche device, which was sort of a, uh, you take a moleskin notebook. And one was a tablet on one side, and the other was sort of a, uh, a piece of, uh, sort of a, uh, um, Late for electronic me too. electronic cap, paper. Right? Thank you. Electronic yes, paper. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, we're in there. We had time to talk about this, but we also had time to get pre-briefed. And yeah, that was the thing. They sort of ran down these list of announcements, and then they said, "Well, we're going to announce something. We're going to tell you about that. We're going to have uh, a new architecture for the holiday time frame. And oh, by the way, uh, if you care, it's called Whiskey Lake and Amber Lake. And then, yeah, I don't really think they even mentioned it during the keynote. They might have mentioned. In passing, yeah, we have a new architecture coming down the pipe at Holiday, but yeah, so so officially we have Whiskey Lake and Amber Lake coming down in Holiday, and um, you might think to yourself, okay, it's 10 nanometer time. No, it's not. It's still 14 nanometer time. 14 nanometer plus plus. Um, so and they Is actually it a gave 14 us 14 plus plus plus. No, I think it's still plus plus. <laughs> so um, that's what they told us, anyways. Um, so what happens is that so, so we have we have KB Lake R right now, and then Whiskey Lake is going to be sort of the replacement for that. And they're both U series, which means they're both 15 watts for uh, I guess we call them just traditional ultrabooks. Yeah, I, yeah. I always get a little I always get a little confused. And then the uh, um, Amber Lake is Y series, so that's those 4.5 watts, uh, super low power sort of um, uh, 4 M, 4 M, exactly. Call them. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. As we no so, longer call them yeah, anymore, but yeah. they were core M parts. We do know a little bit about, we do know actually a little bit more though. We know that there's going to be 70 designs and more importantly actually uh, they're going to be uh, we've taught they said like 30% 40% performance gains before when they're talking about like KB Lake to Sky Lake and so forth. This is double digit. And that's all I know. It could be 12%, it could be 30%. I'm guessing it's not gonna be that much since we're talking about another 14 nanometer part. Um, but who knows, so. Could it be 50%? Um, it could be anything, but I don't think so. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think at this point we're expecting too much in the way of performance gains gen to gen. Um, but you know, let's, maybe that's why they didn't want to talk about it at uh, at Computex. Maybe it was just like you know, we have so many other interesting things, <laughs> other interesting things to talk about. Let's just you know leave that for the future. Well, so, I, I got to say know. that uh, that that two screen thing. Uh, you did a really awesome video on on our YouTube. Uh, people should definitely go check it out because that, that was yeah, really it worked cool. out well. So. Well, it actually it turned out that we have two designs here at Computex based upon that. We have um, the really cool one I think is uh, Project Precog, which is ASUS, and that's a really shiny piece of glass and it looks it looks like it's like basically like two 14 inch to screen 14 screens on a hinge um and again it's 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 like it's not it doesn't seem that practical to actually use because i really think you'd have to hook up an external keyboard but you know at the same time you got like a you can you can have it in tablet you can have it in sort of portrait mode or landscape mode and it 
it, it's one of those things that looks cool, even if it you you know you sit down and think for a second, you think, well, I'm not sure it's the most practical thing in the world. Um, so you know, just don't get past the cool. You know, just stick with the cool bit. I mean, that's that's. It, you know. So is it more Minority Report or more Westworld technology? Because Westworld. Uh, let's see. I think I've seen both, but uh, I would say it's probably more. A little bit more minority report because you're talking about sort of lay flat. They call it lay flat computing, which is kind of an interesting term. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's probably it, 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 again, it's not the most practical because you sort of have to like put it like a book or hold it or flip it up or something of that sort. But God, it looks cool. It really does, especially precog. It looks fantastic. It really, yeah. And that so we, we have, also have video on that as well. We don't have video because they didn't have a chance for. They only they sort of had it. Uh, it was one of those things where it was behind a huge scrum. It was behind. A, um, they had it beside sort of a fence, and you could sort of look at it. You couldn't touch it. So we don't really have video on it, but we have some nice pictures. So we were hoping to get video. And was it like? We, was there barbed wire at the top of that fence? No, it was kind of like a picket fence, actually. Yeah, but you know, and it was all surrounded by you know these really nice, polite you know Taiwan people, and so you didn't okay. want to actually grab it and run away. So, <laughs> to keep the media out, you got to put that razor wire on top. It's like straight out of Pelican Bay. You got to like, yeah, you don't want media to cross. Well, it. I mean, you know, if you wanted to take it, and you know, that would make Johnny Sheehan unhappy, and you don't want to make Johnny Sheehan happy. He's just, he's such a nice man. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool so. stuff. Hey, we got any questions we got to clear, Adam? Uh, yeah, well, Rusty, this was a while ago. Rusty was uh, wondering, uh, does your shirt offer overclocking for your gaming and workload performance boosts? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yes, this shirt It's kind of like RGB. It makes things faster, right? 32, uh, whatever. What's that like when you get your sheets high thread count? Oh, yes, like, yes, like uh, Egyptian cotton. Uh, yeah. Just 300 threads or something like that. <laughs> this is just 32 threads, but, you know. <laughs> that's a, that's pretty rough sheets. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what else from Computex you guys want to talk about? I know, uh, well, we, I know we have a great GeForce announcement, right? Yeah, the GeForce announcement. Yeah, let's not leave, let's not leave uh, NVIDIA uh, out of this discussion. Yeah, let's not leave it out. And we, of course, left that for the last because basically Jensen... Uh, I went to the, the press conference where they had it. The best part of it was uh, nobody had eaten lunch. And so what happened was <laughs> Jensen basically, they went and they bought every single thing in the snack bar downstairs. And then he, Jensen himself, came out and started feeding everybody. Like he was, I, really? I have one. Uh, yes, I, I have the Bread Force 1180. I was jo joking because it's a it's like a pizza baguette that I have. <laughs> I haven't eaten it because I'm like, oh, I'm trying to save it because you know I got That's this. True. Yeah, you should have got are it you, signed. We could have given it away. Are you gonna give it away? We could yeah. Give it away. It might be moldy <laughs> when people get it. But we can give it away. Uh -huh. um, so you know, he fed everybody, gave everybody food, cookies, and all all kinds of stuff. They were just kind of like throwing food out because nobody had eaten. Uh, the bad news is that's the only thing we got really as far <laughs> as for consumer stuff. A lot of it was AI machine learning stuff, cool stuff, wicked, you know, but your chances of getting a GeForce card, uh, you know, there were predictions that might show up at Computex, uh-uh, E3, no way looking like, not E3. So, you know, what I really like is uh, the internet rumor mills, every time they're wrong, they recorrect. Right. Um, so now, <laughs> now everybody's saying, well, it's going to be July. And the other thing I've also heard is like, well, now it's going to be August. And, you know, hell, I'm, I'm going to throw September, November, 
and December into that and 2019, because who knows at this point? You know, everybody's been so wrong over and over and over again. I wouldn't rely on anything. Yeah, I thought people were so sure that we were going to see it at Computex or, or maybe even E3, you know? Sure, uh, sure. I guess that too. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, everybody's wrong. I mean, the crazy thing is everybody keeps reporting that it's going to be here. It's going to be this date, August 22nd or something like that. That's what I've seen. But I, I, I can't really believe anything. And honestly, I wonder if this is a disinformation campaign by NVIDIA, right? Because trying to throw people the off. Leaks, the leaks have been insane for everybody. Um, and NVIDIA really, it, it drives them crazy. <clears throat> so for all I know, like, hey, maybe they're letting these rumors go or maybe they're letting some partners telling partners one thing and even though it's incorrect and then changing it just to get people mixed up. But, you know, eventually... You, if you're the boy who cried G-Force is coming too many times, eventually people don't want to listen to you anymore. So at this point, the boy has cried too many times. The villagers are down there like, hell no, we are not coming out for your G-Force announcement. We don't believe you, boy who, who cried G-Force is coming out. I wouldn't do it. So. <clears throat> Well, uh, somebody said they do have like a $100,000 graphics card they showed off or something. Uh, yeah. There was, a PC, there was a PC that was like $100,000, right? Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. a full build. It's, it's you know, they're, I think it's like two petaflops or something. It's, you know, they're yeah. saying it's the most powerful uh, computer in the world because, you know, it's basically tons and tons and tons of Volta cores um, that, you know, consumers aren't really getting, so not a consumer product you know again it's machine learning ai stuff so fancy stuff cool awesome but uh you know i i just wanted geforce 1180 around to show up finally so <laughs> uh well what, what other big things any any big news announcements or anything cool from the show floor you guys want to chat about well we can go lightning right let me just we could talk let's talk about a couple of things just because i think they're worthwhile to mention um so one of the disclosures, one of the things that Intel announced was what they call Intel Low Power Display Technology, which is these fancy name for what a one watt panel. Um, you know, we've talked. You know, most of the people considered. I mean, we were talking about this a little bit before the the show, uh, like a night or two ago, actually. Um, there really isn't too many detailed breakdowns of which component uses how much power within a PC. Um, but the, for a long time, the display was considered to be a significant draw. And so what this does is actually they're working with Sharp and Intellux to go ahead and develop one watt uh, panels, which apparently won't have any sort of problems with fidelity or anything of that sort. Um, but they're going to deliver them by the, they're going to be in PCs by the holiday season. Um, the idea is that it's going to give you additional four to eight hours of battery life, which seems amazing, actually. But so the total would be sort of on the order of, of 20 hours, uh, which really gets you into sort of uh, Qualcomm Snapdragon PC territory, which is actually the other announcement, which is kind of interesting, that came out of Computex, because it was Qualcomm announced the Snapdragon 850, which is sort of a derivative of the 845 designed for the PC. So originally what happened was that Qualcomm had their Snapdragon 835 uh, and designed a PC around it. And these always, what they call it, these always connected PCs. I have one, I actually have one with me. Um, they're... Um, slow <laughs> um and, and they're, and they're a little buggy yeah they're a little slow and they're a little buggy uh the battery life is absolutely fantastic though it's like 20 hours i mean i was on i was using it on the plane and it's just it is amazing to be able to fly i first of all i, I could have used it 
throughout my entire flight, which happened to be uh, SFO to Vancouver. And then because we had a lug nut problem on my flight to Vancouver, um, incidentally, I, I'm sorry, but you know, it, you can change these things. Formula One, NASCAR, they can change a lug nut and a tire in five seconds, literally like five to 10 seconds. It took two hours to get to Vancouver because they couldn't change the lug nut. We were watching them. They're taking the hydraulics. They couldn't make the hydraulics work. They had a manual. They're trying to manually get the lug nut off. That didn't work. We get to Vancouver and then they say, you've missed your flight. You're going to Hong Kong. I was just like, oh my God. We get to Hong Kong. They rerouted again because our flight came in too late to get the t connector to Taipei. It took me 28 hours to get here. Oh, Not bitter. Bad. Mark just wanted um, to get that off his chest, yeah, yes. Off his chest. Yes. yes. But which airline did you fly, Mark, so people I know not to fly? Air Canada. Uh, they were polite. They were polite. But no, my point <laughs> is, though, I could have worked that entire 28 hours pretty much on that always connected PC. Really? That's, that's Yeah. Wow, okay. 20, well, 20 hours, 22 hours. I mean, that was the, the battery life was fantastic. And this actually is supposed to give you, let me just double check my figures. Uh, wait, it's supposed to give you. What? Go ahead. It's I supposed to give you. You are not mentioning you, the one important part about that connected PC and that <laughs> it will take you 28 hours to get your work done. Because <laughs> That's true. Slow. Well, it runs Windows 10 so yes. But no, it actually has 20% more battery life, and it has, well, this is, it has 30% more performance, so it's not going to be as slow. It's just going to be mediocre. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and a lot of this is the emulation layer, because I will say, to be fair, mm -hmm. to be yep. fair, uh, you really do get great performance out of these Qualcomm parts with Windows 10, as long as it's optimized code. Yeah, there's right. so much mm -hmm. unoptimized code that you hit yep. all of the time yeah. that it will when you hit it it will kill you because it'll be like going you know 70 miles an hour down to 5 miles an hour back to 70 miles an hour so it yeah. is really it's really a, a jarring experience and you're stuck with windows or you're stuck with edge and I looked tonight, Edge has 6% browser share, Chrome has 60. I asked Microsoft about it. We had at a press conference, and she's like, well, it's a, it's a mode now, so you can switch to, to Pro. I don't know. <laughs> My point is is that most people don't like the S experience, and so you're not going to necessarily want to tolerate the Qualcomm PC. But if you do, the battery life is fantastic. Can't, I, can, I can recommend that highly. So i got to say, though, this one-watt panel on laptops, that's going to be a huge breakthrough. Because it really I, is. I remember, I remember reading a story about you. Ray Sonora was looking at the Surface Pro 4. He was saying, wow, this is a, a fantastic display. It is super power efficient um, compared to all the other panels we've seen. In fact, it was more efficient than the iPad Air at that time mm -hmm. a panel. And it was like, and that panel used five watts, right? So this is one watt of power. Yeah. And <clears throat> we're going to see an exponential increase in laptop battery life when these new one watt panels come out. Yeah, you really are. Cause I mean, you have SSD power stepping CPUs and one watt panels. I mean, that's pretty much it right there. So, you nice. know, nice. yeah, everything. Yep. Yep. That's I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, For me, it was uh, CompuTex is all about the, Oh, you want to go first? Uh, Adam, I'm just going to say, we've got some random stuff, but no, go, go for it. <laughs> Oh, so for me, uh, it was all about the crazy PCs, the mods here at Computex. It, it's, it's, this is the show for PCs. It is, it is the showcase thing. And you've been and taking mods, a lot of photos. I've People been taking check a lot out of those, photos. those out. They're pretty good. Check those out. And, I mean, the mods are incredible. Probably the one that had the most impact on me uh, initially was the, the Debauer. Uh, he has this incredible machine that is uh, 
uh, sealed up. So he uses, uh, I think it's a 3M Novatech uh, uh, cooling liquid that if you were to leave it, un if you left it exposed to the air, it would evaporate like really quickly, apparently. So he seals the entire system up. And it, the, it's a, the motherboard that I saw, so it's mount, the motherboard is flat. It's got about two inches of liquid in the case. So it looks a little bit like a fish tank. And what happens is the CPU doesn't even have a heat sink or anything. It just simply boils away the liquid. The CPU <laughs> and the chipset boil the liquid away, this 3M Novatech. And then the liquid basically changes state into a gas. It goes straight up to the top. And on the top of the system, this crazy mod, he has mounted a uh, an air cooler. So it's... It, well, he's mounted a water cooler, but on that part, he's he's exposing a heat sink. So this is all kind of cooled off through a water cooler. That liquid goes up from the boil. It boils off from the CPU, hits this, you know, one cold spot in the system, which cools it off enough to turn back into a liquid. And then it drops back down into the liquid pool, and it just continually boils away. And it's a fully running PC. It's like so, simmering my spaghetti sauce. Yes, yes, and it, it's incredible. <laughs> and I got to say, this was like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever seen at Computex. I mean, the mods are awesome. Let's give them respect. But today I went by Gigabyte, and they had in their eSports you know, show-off room, they had a machine that they had built themselves, which uh, it's going to be a little controversial for some people, but it was a fish tank. You know, we've seen this before, which is a mineral oil PC. So it's a, it had a system and the video card, you know, bathed in mineral oil. But it, to this, they added another tank. Well, not really a tank, but sort of a sectioned off part, which they then poured water into. So then there's a, a tank with mineral oil, and then there's it's walled off. So then there's on top oh, of that, water there's, there's water. And here's the kicker. In that water were fish. And the fish were swimming around in the water. And because uh, the water uh, is lighter than the mineral oil, it doesn't mix. So you basically had water on top. And it was just like basically water, of course, floating on top of mineral oil. And they had the GPU underneath with a flexible you know, PCIe cable. And you could see, as the fans were spinning on the GPU, you could see the liquid ripple in the mineral oil. And then on top of that, the water would just ripple above it. So leaving things above it it's gonna be a little controversial things because you do feel for those fish yeah how warm are the fish <laughs> I, I will tell you one very interesting thing about that is that fish poop is apparently lighter than mineral oil too because that would just sit on the mineral oil. <laughs> oh goodness yes uh see we <laughs> There's other cool stuff too I saw, but there's your lesson <laughs> tonight for the night, time. kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well, speaking of liquid cooling, uh, I guess uh, over on uh, Twitch, uh, Prozone Layer is asking, uh, did you get to check out those new liquid cooler from Debauer and Cooler Master? What did you think? Uh, I don't know if I saw the liquid cooler from him, but I did see the phase change one, or well, tech, not a phase change, but. The Cooler Master one. Are we talking about the Cooler Master one that has the thermal electric cooler integrated into it? I'm I'm not sure. He didn't he didn't specify. Oh, okay. Well, I'm guessing because it was a cool kind of a cool design. Uh, you know, standard CLC cooler, but you know, as you know, it doesn't ever cool it below ambient room temperature. So what Cooler Master did is they integrated a uh, thermal electric cooler into it. 
So, uh, and I had my thermal imager off and it was about 10 or 15 degrees cooler than what you were getting out of a CLC. So pretty neat, pretty neat. But there's a power cost and is it really gonna be practical? I, I don't know, but you know, it's always nice to see a new, a new thing attempted again. Uh, speaking of other coolers, uh, Kindis um, is asking, uh, today he saw the cooler for the 32-core Threadripper. Uh, is it passive? Uh, he did not see the fan, uh, and almost 50% of it was covered. Yeah, actually, the fan is inside. So basically, it had 12 heat pipes. There were two arrangements of, of each side in the fins, and the fan was integrated into the middle. Uh, it had, you know, it, I think it was powered off of a SATA power, controlled by USB, and of course it had a fan header on it. So, And it, it's a, you're not gonna get it with Threadripper second generation. This is uh, an optional part if you buy a Threadripper. You can also buy this if you're looking for a new cooler. Uh, the rationale by AMD, which does make a lot of sense, is like people are gonna buy this chip. A lot of them are gonna you know, water cool it or they're gonna do other kind of cool things. They're gonna want yep. their own cooler. But we wanted to make you know, Wraith Ripper for that, those customers. Nice. Uh, Jeffrey Andrus uh, is asking, did you see Vega Nano? <clears throat> they showed it, but we didn't actually, I don't know, did you actually see it sort of uh, live and in person, Gordon? Yeah, that, so that was the demo they did on the television. So they sure. had their, their, and it's the PowerColor Nano card. Um, mm -hmm. They ran a game on it. Uh, I got to be honest, it was a little underwhelming, but I think it was just simply because the system came out of sleep or something because yeah. the frame rates weren't exactly great. And then they switched mm -hmm. immediately over to the Xbox with the FreeSync on a television, which looked a lot smoother. So not a good look for yeah. us to PC, but I do think that was just simply a demo glitch. And I did see it, um, yes. And we also did see... Interestingly, we saw a uh, Vega 56 in a laptop. So that was pretty cool, too, I got to say. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and this one uh, for you, Mark. Uh, sorry if, mm -hmm. if you covered it already. Roadwish on Twitch is asking, uh, anything new from ARM on desktop? Ah, actually, ARM had a press conference that we had to skip, unfortunately. So um, now the Snapdragon again was the one that we had uh, that we covered that we that we looked at, and that was the 850. Um, and just uh, we didn't talk about that a huge amount, but uh, basically, it's uh, th again 30% more performance, 20% more battery life. Um, this is it's running at it's it's powered by 2.95 gigahertz cryo CPU, which again isn't necessarily directly comparable to core so the clock speed necessarily doesn't matter that much um and just to reiterate so uh i'm not great on math but uh we found that the snapdragon 835 uh gave us about uh, 17 hours 22 minutes of battery life um so if you add you know 20 percent on top of that um what we're looking at an additional three and a half hours i guess um so you know that's like 20 21 hours of battery life i mean that would be fantastic um again there's a slow there's you know the, the speeds are going to be an issue um but the, the, you know the other thing the two to consider too is that they've also um upgraded their cellular connectivity a little bit um for me gigabit speeds uh gigabit lte is 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 good enough um uh, for others it's you know it's not, ne there's never enough so for this they've actually gone to 1.2 gigabits per second uh again with support for more bands so um you know it's uh, as far as ARM is concerned, you know, we look at ARM or I look at ARM and, you know, I have to give them 
you know, they are sort of the underlying architecture for a lot of the, the mobile CPUs that we see. For me, though, I tend to look specifically more at what Qualcomm's doing, what Samsung's doing with its Exynos, um, I, just because, I don't know, it just seems like, for me, ARM is a little bit too too abstract when we're talking about the mobile space. I have to look at the individual CPU vendors to get more, more out of it. So, really, um, if you're looking at uh, the PC space, though, the Snapdragon 850 is is, is going to be sort of the uh, the flagship piece, the flagship ARM PC processor for the next you know next year or so. Nice. Uh, we have to wrap it up soon, uh, but a couple more things. Uh, WDD3 anything on YouTube's asking uh, anything new from Fractal Design. You know, I didn't run into Fractal here. I should look them up. I did go. Gosh, by maybe four different case vendors: Corsair, Fantex, uh, ooh, NZXT. So, yeah. Cooler Master went by Cooler Master yeah. too. I mean, there are a lot of <clears throat> and Inwin. I mean, everybody's here. I, I'm not sure Fractal was here because I mean, it's not necessarily their backyard. But I should see <laughs> if they're at the show. I got tomorrow. I should run by there. Uh, also, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I. I uh, I know that Gordon focused more upon the, like the case mods and so forth. I walked around the, the peripheral manufacturers and um, didn't see a, didn't see a whole lot. In fact, I don't know about you, but I thought that the, there's more. There were a lot of case mods that I didn't see at CS. But as far as sort of wacky uh, component stuff, I think CS for some reason seemed to have more. I don't know why. Huh? Yeah, I, I did feel like the one the one thing that everybody is into, you know, RGB is just continues to just burn like a wildfire. Yeah, so everybody absolutely. was pushing RGB. Everybody yep. was pushing better <clears throat> RGB and saying why their RGB is better. There's very a lot of compelling reasons for why. I, I saw Corsair's demo of their IQ software today, and I got to say, if I were building an RGB build, there's a compelling argument for going all Corsair because the amount of control and the amount of simple control they were able to achieve with their new IQ software makes me mm. go like, yeah, this is... If you want everything to just be pretty and easy, it's a way to go. And, and I also want to mention Thermaltake. I went by Thermaltake. They had a couple new cases, but the thing is, they have an RGB desk. They also have a new <laughs> RGB fan, but they have an RGB desk for gamers. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, a couple more. Um, Rusty Shackelford's asking uh, for that active pad technology. Does that count in between the actuation point and bottoming out of the keycap? Oh, for the aimpad. So yes. uh, Rusty's basically asking about the aimpad, aimpad technology and the new Cooler Master, and they are writing me. I got the model number wrong. It is the MK850. Um, I may have just gotten it wrong again. Yes, MK850. It's I 850. Yeah. Is it 850? Yes. Yeah, MK850 keyboard. And what it is is uh, there's about eight keys for people who don't know. There's about eight keys on there that have an infrared sensor that senses depth. So. What it lets you do is use those keys very much like an analog joystick on your gamepad. So if you press it halfway, it'll register you as sort of turning that wheel or, or joystick, you know, just halfway. If you mash it all the way to the bottom, it, 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 it registers as a full turn. Uh, it's not uh, – it actually – it's not, they're actually – as I understand it, they're not actually relying on the contact itself to register uh, when it goes off. In fact, Cooler Master was telling me – they were going to let you decide when you wanted to activate. So you could say if you want a key press to be at, you know, a, a, they can change the actuation, right? So you can have it lighter, you can have it heavier. 
based on the software. Huh. But you know, got to remember though, it's only on about eight keys on the left hand side, so it's not the entire keyboard. So you could potentially see in the future having all of the keys being aimpad technology. Mm -hmm. Then you yep. can sort of change the actuation so where it kicks off. But this keyboard not going to really let you sort of get a variable, you know, actuation rate keyboard. It's almost not like yet. they're catching up to to console gamepads. You know, weird. You know, it's weird that took or they're to... killing console <laughs> gamepads. You don't need them anymore. You just do it with your keyboard and. <laughs> then you can use your superior WASD and mouse skills, yeah. and then you can then drive your tank or, or helicopter yep. using the, the, the analog pushes. Well, I, I edited the video of you running oh. um, that uh, app player, uh, yes. you know, where it, it, it had a Android on the, the laptop, and uh, yeah, we saw how you did real good on that one. Uh, you know, you know, you know. You you mentioned something actually that we we I don't know. We I, again, one of the crazier things we saw at Computex was the ROG phone. Oh yes, uh, I'm I'm oh excited God, about that. That really, yeah. we've got to talk about. I'm that. excited right. about that. Yeah, yeah. Because so wait, wait, things, what is it again, Mark? So the <laughs> ROG phone is so they took you know the Qualcomm 845. <laughs> And normally you can go ahead and you know you just you just get a, you just get the processor you get, but they actually bin split the 845 where they cherry pick the fastest parts, and so you get a processor that's actually I think it's like um, 150 megahertz faster than an ordinary 845. They built it inside of a phone. They've got like God, they have like phase change cooling. They've got like all this wacky, incredible stuff, and it's it's it looks fantastic. I mean, it looks like an overclocked gaming PC. Um, it's just an ordinary. It looks it's an ordinary six-inch Android phone. But the weird thing of it is, is that the it it, it starts with a phone, but the peripherals they've got on it are incredible. I mean, they devoted so much time, effort, and resources to a first-generation product. I mean, not only do you have some That's sort of thing like cooling thing. Oh, that was that crazy. Whole, they've got an they've got an active cooler on the back. I forget on the, the names of these things, yeah. but it's it, it plugs. First of all, it's got a side-mounted uh, charging port because when you're gaming, of course, you don't want to be holding it and have the charging cable going through your fingers. So they have it coming down, Which and then smart. they have a chart. Then they have active cooling, which plugs into the into that port, puts an active fan on the back, puts USB-C and a headphone jack on it, so you're cooling it while you're playing it, and you're charging it while you're playing it. They put, I mean, they've done things like they put the charging IC outside the phone in the cord, or in the, sorry, in, in, in the charger itself, so your phone isn't Like OnePlus, yeah. Yeah, like OnePlus. But then they've got these cool peripherals. They've got this, this switch thing that like clamps on. They've got like a Y gig. It has 802.11.ad in it. I mean, who has AD in, in parts right now? <laughs> I didn't even know it's that. Got, yeah, they've got, so they've got AD. They've got an AD dock. They've got a... And then it gets even weirder. They've got, uh, they've got sort of a continuum device. <laughs> so you're playing PUBG Mobile with a mouse and keyboard as opposed to your thumbs which is just like it seems horribly <laughs> fair first of all yeah it seems horribly <laughs> fair and then they've even got a dual screen device so you put your phone up here you put your phone up here and then they've got your this other thing it's like the nintendo like um like a what is it was it a no it's a nintendo game boy DS. What was the, yeah ds thank you the dual yeah dual screen ds right and so you could like watch your own Twitch stream comments while you're streaming off your phone, or 
Yeah, it's just incredible. I mean, we don't have any idea of the price, but I mean, for a first generation, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, but seriously, but for a first generation product, I mean, normally you see these things come out with like, you know, one or two, like, you know, like Moto Mods, right? When the Moto Mods came out, you saw a couple of these things come yeah. out. Oh, and yeah. Then, you never, then they, they vanished. They never saw them. Yeah. Um, and maybe they won't ship them all too, but I mean, my God, I was just, hand, we just, it was one thing after the other. I was, I, I don't want, I mean, I have no need for a gaming phone. I wanted a gaming phone. I wanted this. That looks fantastic. I mean, I, I got to tell you for, for pro users like us, you know, I, I, I really enjoy having things that are hyper specific. You know, a, a lot of the phones are starting to converge. They're pretty much the same. You don't get any differences. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I think a lot of these companies will be getting into niche marketing. Hey, do you, you know, do you want something with crazy? cameras all right we got that over there you know we've got three cameras on it uh you you want something that's heavy into gaming you know you got razor and now rog you know it's i i like it i you know i like seeing diversification in phones uh and i love big phones so the back of the, the back of the phone says something along the lines of augmented reality too. So I guess they have something like that coming along the pipe. Yeah, that. we asked we asked them about that, and they said, "Oh, it's they're it's, like, Shh. we're not talking." Yeah, right. It's right. It was said we're not going to be talking about it right now. But. Oh, huh. interesting. <laughs> My God, yeah. Uh, and then that's yeah. It's just it was it's been a jam packed Computex. It really has. There's oh, been tons of stuff. Like uh, Gordon, you went last year. You know how how does it compare to to last year's? Mm, you know, I, I got to say, last year we had Max-Q, we had Threadripper, and of course we had uh, 7980X, so six, you know, 18 cores. Right. And so I, it's up in, the, up in the ante. It, up in the ante, but I got to say, it really did feel a little sort of deja vu all over again with <laughs> Intel and AMD, the way they kind of, their beef is going. Hmm. Um uh nvidia of course it is what it is we'll get it when we deserve it and uh that's right yeah so i mean but you know i i gotta say i i i think they're this year the other stuff is cool all the peripherals all the coolers all the cases all the rgb is definitely more more than last year so i like it sweet uh well, well yeah awesome uh and and i'm sure we'll do another recap next week for uh uh, you know, when everyone's back in the studio, I'll actually be gone to E3. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure you guys will talk about oh, that Adam, stuff too. I hear the GeForce uh, GTX 1180 is going to launch. I, I can't confirm or deny that. if we're going to see it. You know, I just, yeah. I'm, we're not talking about it. Uh, but, um, a couple more questions. Uh, one is serious. One is not. First, the not serious one. Everyone in the, in the YouTube chat is really wondering what is that pink liquid you keep drinking, Gordon? Oh, <laughs> everyone thinks that it's from wiper fluid to some crazy, uh, you know, powdered stuff in in Taiwan. To to be cheap, I bought this at the Seven Eleven. I don't know what brand this is, but it has this weird taste to it. Like it just it's water. But it just has like it, it's, it's like, like flavored what, water. Filter this? No, I mean the water itself. It was clear, and it it just had an odd taste to it. So I I I rather than pour it out, I added some crystal light that I brought with me to oh, make it. But yes. now I'm kind of wondering if maybe there's something wrong with the water, and I should just stop drinking it. But I'm still <laughs> drinking it. <laughs> I'm sure the crystal light will take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, great. Uh and then uh to wrap it up, uh Morris Laurent uh Laurent, uh, I don't know. He came in late, uh, so he's wondering where did you get that shirt, Gordon, and maybe you can tell him how he can get his own. 
Well, so I went to the Led Zeppelin concert uh, <laughs> at AMD where they announced that the Red Ripper 2. This Red is, of course, highly, highly uh, uh, a collectible special edition. <laughs> so few of these T-shirts, my friend, were made that AMD employees that work the event, hardworking employees that are carrying all the load and all that stuff, and said, they didn't get them, all right? <laughs> only, the, only the media got them and important partners of AMD. So I don't know. I mean, it feels like maybe they only had like 50 of these shirts made. So the only chance that you will be able to score one of these special edition Threadripper second generation shirts is the one we're going to give away. Again, I'm going to I'm going to point this out. We actually have this exact same shirt, another one not worn by me, so not sweaty with, <laughs> but it has been signed by Jim Anderson of AMD and Lisa Sue of AMD. And we are going to be giving that shirt away. Yeah, sure, I know people want CPU, but I got to say if you are into collectible collectible stuff, collectible shirt made even more collectible cuz it's signed, it is exactly like going to a concert and having Eddie Van Halen and David Lee Roth sign your shirt. You don't awesome. even know what I'm talking about because you're probably a millennial. This is a band <laughs> called Van Halen. They were awesome. Look it up on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're walking around Silicon Valley in this thing, you're going to be a rock god. Yeah. 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 I, I, unfortunately, I don't think I can enter, so I'm kind of boned, but, you know. No employees we'll do not yeah. enter, Adam. Maybe, maybe whoever wins, I can email them again and say, hey, I'll offer you some cash. Just kidding. No, I'm not. And it's one of the things you don't even wear. You just have it like put up with your sports memorabilia. Like a jersey poster. Yeah, yeah, right. jersey. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice. All right. Uh, then then let's wrap it up, Gordon. Uh, do you have your wrap up notes or do you have it memorized? I have it memorized. Perfect. Perfect. See, no, not really. I have to look it up now. <laughs> but it's on, a, it's on a browser. I'm not in the office. I've got this multiple things going on, on the screen, but I just found it. And check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes and also leave a review. And if you don't believe me, every time somebody leaves a review for the Full Nerd, AMD and Intel add a new core to its CPU. Look at it. We're at 28 and 32. That's because you reviewed us on iTunes. Also, listen to us on Google Play or Stitcher. Send questions and comments to the full nerd at PCWorld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Mark Hawkman. See you guys. And Adam Patrick Murray is going to hit the off switch. You guys need to go get some rest because we got m much more of Computex and then a long flight back. So we'll That's see right. you guys later. <laughs>